0: Thursday after Thursday. Welcome to the Battle Launch Lutra Troy podcast. We have a special day. We got a slim birthday with the madman and the queen of LAFB. Let's start with these two first. Ladies first, Candace, how are you doing? Happy birthday. What's going on?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, Al, happy C-Day for me is, you know, my husband enlightened me, Southern California. (laughs) Um, It's been great. You know, my husband's made it special. My athletes have been shouting me out from Illinois to Vanderbilt to Ohio State. Um, Even on the West Coast, I got an athlete who's from Michigan at USD. So I've been getting a little love everywhere. And uh, the high school football team sung um, happy birthday to me. So nice. That was kind of cool.
2: Special. That's Awesome.
1: Yeah, when high schoolers think you're you're
2: cool, then you like made it. No, that's, I mean, that's beyond, that's beyond cool right there. There's, there's gotta be a different word for that. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, man, Magdy, happy birthday. How are you doing today?
2: Oh, thank you so much, Fred. You know, I I don't have athletes to sort of uh, message me from around the country and around the world, but it's been a, it's been a (laughs) lovely day of wishes and, um, (laughs) uh, you know, excited to kind of keep the celebration going. So
3: thank you so much.
0: Brian, it's
3: not our birthday, good. but nothing <laughs> special. I'm good. You know.
0: <laughs> just, here.
3: just like in the comments, I'm just oblivious. So I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing well also. So no, we got no, you're we got
0: the madman that
1: brought us
3: all together. There, there go. we go. Re- hey, real quick, I'm going to put you guys on the spot and we can be brief because we don't even have a lot of time. But I, w- I would love to hear one birthday memory for each of you, one special birthday memory. We can talk a little non football for two minutes. Oh, look at that work-life balance. That's right. Look at at that.
2: Oh man, birthday memory. Oh wow, that's um. I think you know, honestly, one of my favorite birthday memories was uh, was two years ago. My my wife throwing us uh, throwing me a a really lovely kind of birthday party, outdoor birthday party, right after COVID. You know, and we were all sort of bottled up so Mm -hmm. much, so to have. All the friends and family and loved ones after being uh, kind of bottled up for, for a year, year and a half. That was actually really, really special. So uh, I'm going to go with that one. Love it. Uh,
1: I have a need for speed and all the fashions of life. And VP uh, took me to Las Vegas and I got to race Lamborghinis on oh. a race car track. <laughs> Woo.
3: That's great. What year was that? Well, you don't not, tell me what year uh, was it? I don't like, Not age year, but.
1: No, it was not that long ago, but he couldn't ride in the Lamborghini because he was too big. <laughs> so he took one for the team and let me go. So you got to do like laps, and you got to do a Porsche. I mean, uh, it was like a Porsche Cayenne, and they had a Lamborghini, and there was like a, a Nissan that was super fast. But yeah, oh, he that's ride great. It, so. Shout out to me! He's the only Bruin I really rose with.
2: Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Queen of Troy. Is married to a Bruin. I mean, that's just such, you know, poetic irony.
1: It's kind of necessary for diplomat, um, (laughs) diplomacy in in history, right? And then I birthed a child whose name is Bruin. So who knows
0: what will turn out?
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: All right. So the USC Trojans is traveling up to Berkeley. Man, it on. got
2: dark quickly with Fred. I feel it like is, two minutes Candace, into the show. You
0: know? Candace, messed up, Candace messed up my whole little atmosphere. It's <laughs> the internet. It looked so much better. It was so much better. Like I that. swear, all
2: Candace, I mean, the sun was out like two minutes ago.
0: Yeah. all planned out and everything. The Trojans, the Trojans take on the Cow Bears this weekend, last weekender. Uh, if you don't know what the weekender is, the California school is from the north when USC goes up to play them. Everybody hops in the car any way you can, back in U-Haul, in Do whatever you can and go up and see Cal. If it's Cal, Sanford, if it's Camper, Sanford, if you don't have anywhere to sleep, you'll find a couch. If you're in a frat, you just sleep at your fellow brother's house. But All the players will be out there on the sidelines. Traditionally, that's how it was when I was there. It's finally over. This will probably be the last one. I don't ever see USC and Cal playing each other again in a non-conference game unless it's really worth it. What does this mean for it being the last week? This game being the last of the weekend. Let's start with, uh, I'll start with uh,
2: Jamal. Go ahead, Jamal. Fred, you know, it's, uh, again, it's very nostalgic. I think we, we had a similar conversation when it came to Stanford. When I think of Cal, there's two games that will always be top of mind for me. Um, you know, the first was 03 when, uh, when USC went up there and it was the triple overtime game. And I remember Herschel Dennis fumbled in triple overtime and that gave Cal the ball back and they, they kicked the game winning field goal. And that was essentially the only loss that, that USC had in the regular season from 03 to 05. So I'll always remember that game as being very uh, historic. And then the year after when Aaron Rodgers came into the Collie and I remember with, with Jeff Tedford and he was 14 for 14 in the first half. And Cal drove all the way down the field to the to USC 10, down 23 17 with 30 seconds to go. And the defense stopped them four straight times from the 10 yard line to preserve that victory. And that was one of the loudest I have ever heard the Coliseum. So those two games, it's fitting. They were back to back, 03, 04. But I'll always remember that game. And then one other memory is uh, probably 09, I want to say, when Taylor Mays absolutely destroyed Deshaun Jackson on uh, on a streak and I remember Deshaun was the one guy you know in the 2000s that USC didn't get that they wanted and so there was always extra juice in the building and I remember across the middle it was sort of a deep streak and Taylor Mays just crushed Deshaun Jackson and the call just went berserk in that game so a lot of great memories from this rivalry and, and those are way up there
3: probably would have been kicked this, out for targeting nowadays but yeah, like, yeah he been. Been, it was
0: sure. targeting <laughs> just, just to just to clear it up jamal, that was uh we came in 06 it was 08 season
2: wait, okay. oh wait okay yeah oh yeah. wait
0: yeah candace what does this mean for you the last weekend
1: so jamal every one of those memories i was in school for so from 2003 to 2008 fantastic also I went to all of these games, but your memory of is very different than mine. I remember being in the stands. I remember being in the back of a Honda Civic, driving up to five to get to Stanford. Like, my memories are uh, very different. I am happy to preserve the memories of the past and ready to look on and make, breaking up with our past because we're in love, whatever the future holds. So I'm looking forward to making new memories. The new weekend of the world is smaller. You can hop on a Spirit Airlines flight and go from L.A. to Detroit for like $97 round trip. So I think- <laughs> I don't
3: know.
1: Shout do out anything. to Spirit. Shout out to Spirit. If they're <laughs> sponsored LAMD, I'm doing whatever they ask me to do. Um, but I think Ann Arbor is a huge college town. It has that feel. People come from all over the country, and the opportunity for uh, a Michigander or a Mid- Midwesterner to get out to LA in late November, early December, and um, will be something that maybe becomes a new thing, right? So a weekender will. It's five hours to NorCal. You can get on a plane and be to LA in about four and a half. So hopefully that becomes a thing.
0: I will. I will. I will say this, Ryan. Ryan. So let me ask you, what do you think about this, Ryan? Last Cal USC game uh, last weekend. How do you feel about it?
3: Yeah, it's similar to both Candace and Jamal, you know, it's, it's always, you know, there's been some good memories and stuff, but this doesn't feel like it's as big of a loss as like the, the SC Stanford rivalry or, and obviously the SC UCLA is not ending. That's not going anywhere anytime soon, but it doesn't feel like that. It's more of a, you know, maybe an SC, like one of the Arizona schools where it's like, Hey, we've had some fun, but it was never like a true clash. So I don't think there's a, but you know, it's still a, a team we've played a lot. Justin Wilcox, former USC defensive coordinator from 14 to 15. So there's some SC blood on that sideline. But it'll be, you know, as long as they take care of business in this game, then we can leave those memories distant and move forward. So,
0: Yeah, Ryan, so following up what you said, I do not think that this is like USC and Stanford. I think USC and Stanford will find a way to continue playing each other. Or they'll down the road after everything gets settled, like, hey, let's get a couple of games in compared to, like, USC-Cal, right? I think the UCLA-Cal thing is a little bit closer because of the UC. Big brother, little brother thing, but for us, it's just like, oh, your weekend school gives. We created the weekender it gives our students a chance to roll up the road. Ranger, right at that time was Memorial. I don't know the thing. I don't know the name of it uh, now, but we get to fill still that up. Memorial. Still is. Um, yep. Yeah. So we get to go up to Memorial, right? that. It's like it was like the Coliseum of the North, right? So, it, it's it's a great opportunity. Um, but it's over. I don't think we're sad about this like we are with Stanford. But I have some great memories in the weekender. Ran here, we drove up, got to be a part of it. I was there when, that same game, Marshawn Lynch ran to the sideline and just stopped on a dog spin and ran a touchdown. It was reviewed for almost seven minutes and ended up being a touchdown. But, like, seeing people like that on the weekend or going, being a part of it is great. So it was fun while it lasted, but the show must go on. And sorry, Cal. You guys are like the little cousins who lives in a different state. We're happy to see you, but, you know, we really didn't grow up with you. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> before well we move on, go ahead, Ryan. What were you gonna say?
3: No, I said that's well put.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Before we move on, I want to let you guys know it is October, the biggest sports month ever. We got NBA basketball, NFL football, college football. We got NHL, and we have the World Series. If you want to get a part of that, go to BetOnline.ag and get in on all of it. Up to the line, uh, tabs, stats, sports parlays. If you want to make a little bit of loot, battle put in promo code, believe that's B L E A V, and we will give you a 50-cent match. That's battle Line where the game starts. So let's get this thing rolling. Moving forward, we got Cal, USC. USC's on the road. USC has a little bit of a travel problem. We know that they're not great on the road. They're all a stat about how bad they are on the road. But Cal's not great this year. Uh you know, they play tough to how tough they can play. You know what I mean? Like, for who they are, they play tough. Like, damn, they sure did give you a good fight. But the fight wasn't enough. You know what I mean? It's like us get into the ring with Mike Tyson. We threw a couple of punches, but the punches didn't, weren't effective enough. How – and we'll be real quick with this. and we'll, we'll We don't have to be quick, but we can really elaborate on this because we have a little bit time. But what are we expecting to see – this weekend from USC
2: and I'll start with Jamal go ahead yeah Fred I mean I'm I'm expecting this to be kind of a get well game I mean this has been a rough two weeks for USC between the two losses all the media attention and the noise I think it's really an opportunity to get back to the basics and and we've talked kind of schematically about what that looks like but I think you have a quarterback now who can Exhale a little bit. He's out of the Heisman race. You've got a team that can exhale a little bit. They're out of the national championship picture. Now they can just kind of go and play a little bit and not worry about expectations, noise, all of that other stuff, and just let their talent kind of do the talking on the field against a team that is undermanned relative to them. Cal has put up a, a fight this season, but at the end of the day, they're three and four. They're one and three in the Pac 12. They've got Jaden Ott, who's a very, very talented running back, and I think their bread and butter is going to be to try and get Ott as much as uh, the ball as much as possible. They just don't have enough on the outside. They don't have enough at quarterback. And certainly defensively, uh, you know, an Oregon State team they played at home that is a a modest offensive team put 52 on them at home. And so when you look at them this season, they lost by 20-plus to Washington. They lost by 20-plus to the elite Pac-12 teams it's actually kind of surprising that USC is only a ten and a half point favorite in this game. It just kind of shows where the state of the team is in the eyes of the public. But I think this is just a get well game, run the ball, quick throws to Caleb, tighten up your linebacker rotation, keep it simple and let your playmakers do what they do. And, and this should be a victory.
0: I will say this. Here's the funny part about it. Cal is meant for, right? Uh, all their wins are non-conference games for the most part. They have, you know, one or two they won a, a conference game. If Cal was to play, if Cal was to play a little bit more non-conference games, they'll be bowl eligible. The only reason why they won't be bowl eligible this year is because they have to play the Pac-12 conference. So that just shows you how tough the conference is. You know what I mean? For sure. Candace, what Candace, what are you looking to see this weekend?
1: So. I was kind of torn because I'm like, does USC come out and try and fix all of the mistakes, not all of the mistakes, but work on some of the mistakes and show some execution, or do they come out here and like Jamal said and just play ball? Um, I do feel that the the demeanor of you know Caleb Williams might be a little bit different, so I'm I'm hoping to see that within practice. <laughs> they, they've watched film a little bit um, that. As a coach, I usually say, Hey, we're gonna take these two things and we're gonna focus on executing those. Hopefully that some of the athletes are able to execute on what their talents, and then together we see some some um whole team where you like to say complete team playing. Uh I just feel like it will be tough. As you said, they're out of a national championship race. Um, can they win the Pac twelve? Maybe. I don't know
2: they're still in the Pac twelve race. Still in the Pac twelve race. <laughs> yeah.
1: They're still holding on to that. OK, so my, my my thoughts overall is that I'm hoping that the guys come out and are still encouraged and still um uplifted and, and want to go out there and execute what they know to play football and still have fun doing it. And it sucks that we live in a culture and next year won't be like this. There won't be one team that's undefeated. That's done this year. We know that with these mega conferences. Um, so I'm hoping that they can, as you say, put 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 a complete game together and have fun because 19 missed tackles and the secondary looking how it's been is not is not fun. So I want them to have fun. Brian, go ahead.
3: Yeah, uh, it's funny. Both, both Jamal and Candace said a lot of kind of what I was going to say, but also what. Lincoln Riley said today in his press conference and you know, it's a true get well game in all senses of the word Lincoln Riley with pneumonia missed practice twice this week. First time in 20 years, he said he's ever missed a practice Uh, back yesterday and and back today, obviously, but um, you know, looking specifically at the game, I just, I want to see them run the football. You know, Cal gave up 317 yards on the ground to Utah. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd's been great outside of that fumble. You still have Austin Jones. Obviously we want Caleb Williams to look more like Caleb Williams, but you know, just, you know, get in the trenches. The offensive line looked a little improved last week and just play some bully ball and, and, and run the football hard. So, um, you know, this morning Lincoln talked about that fumble and Jamal, I know you had kind of mentioned it, that he got gun shy after that. And he admitted that he's like, yeah. you know, he, I'm paraphrasing, but basically said, you know, after you have a five turnover game against Notre Dame, you see one that's a costly turnover that costs you points. And I probably got outside myself and, and shied away from it too much and so he challenged himself. Like I got to be better in play calling, sticking and trusting with my guys. Marshawn knows how important it's to hold the ball. I'm not worried about that. And so I really want. I feel like we'll see a heavy dose of that. Like if that's talking that, let's see 14, 15 carries from Marshawn. And when you're when your team giving up 300 yards on the ground, uh, anyone back there should be able to get lots of yards on the ground. So um, want to see all of that. And and to your point, Kevin, about so having fun. That was another thing. Coach Riley said that, you know, it was very candid. It was our longest Thursday call, almost 30 minutes. And he said, you know, with, and I'm not going into what he said at the Saturday press conference, but basically said with all the outside noise, you put pressure on yourselves as a coaching staff and a team. And sometimes you forget that you're playing this game that we all love. And I think a lot of our guys played tight, didn't play that lost the side of like, yeah, we're out there. We obviously need to go out there and win and prove ourselves, but also this is a game we all love and want to have fun. So to your point, Candace, yeah, I think that'd be amazing to see this just out there having a time be buttoned up. You know, you still got to, you still got to play professionally and not make mistakes. So don't have so much fun that you're, you're lackadaisical and loose, but have fun in in the sense of the word that that's what this game's all about. And when you have fun, good things happen, especially when you see the talent on this field. So, you know, all that long winded answer, basically run the damn ball, have some fun and trust your guys. Ryan, isn't it
2: so funny? You were talking about really, I want to see them emphasize the run. You know, welcome to the world of Air Raid, where all we're requesting is 14 or 15 carries from the star <laughs> running back. <laughs> you know, and that that'll that'll suffice to be able yep. to run the ball. You know, welcome to the world of air raid for all of us. Well, there's yeah. a bigger issue.
0: There's a bigger issue to suffice here. Like, how do you how do you as a head coach and we're I'm just real quick, and we'll, we'll talk about this on a later date. How do you guys as a head coach let like outside noise affect your locker room? And how do you come in and say, "Oh yeah, all the outside noise"? We started playing tight. You as a head coach have to prevent that. You as a head coach have to keep that outside noise from not affecting your football program. And the fact that you just open up and say it—this is the second blunder this week that he that has happened in the media by the USC's coaching staff. You don't say, "Oh, we had a lot of outside noise." So we played tight. That's the worst thing you could possibly say. So you let everybody control from outside control your locker room, and then all of a sudden you have the defensive coordinator up there talking about, "Oh, that's the first time we saw that play." No, bro, that's not the first time you <laughs> guys saw that play. It was on field. That's different. Like, they, they, no, it's the same thing, Ryan. They are, they are botching everything. Anyway, neither here nor there. But that's on. what. But no, that's no, what my, I line, I that's what my land is all about. We gotta keep rolling. I was about to go down. I, I, this is all I, I want to see a complete game. I just want to see a complete game, right? I just want to see a complete game. And, all, and another thing that I want to see is I want to, I want to see Lincoln Riley call plays and be respectful towards the Cal Bears. I don't want to see him get cute because the players are better. I don't want to see him try all these new trick plays because he knows his players are better. Because in reality, you're playing bully ball. You are a legit summary of a bully. You want to sit up here and bully somebody because you know you're better than them. No, call your offense, call your plays, run what you're going to run next week when you play Washington. Run what you're going to run the following week when you play Oregon. Run what you're going to run the following week when you play UCLA. Probably when you beat Washington, if not probably, if you but small chance when you beat if you beat Washington, then you have an opportunity to probably become a Pac-12 champion or play in the Pac-12 championship game if you finish off the rest of the season with wins. Small chance that might happen, but. That's all I want to see. I just want to see those types of things happen, and then we should be successful. So that's all I want to see this week from the game. Ryan, you got any news from GoDog?
3: From GoDog? Oh, Underdog. Yeah. (laughs) Underdog. Sorry, Underdog. Sorry. I like, I mean, GoDog too. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's just one of our new partners. You know, Uh, easiest way to get some action on the NFL or college football is in there as well. You go to Underdog Fantasy. You can go to the app on Google Play or uh, the App Store or underdogfantasy.com. All you do is pick the higher lower of your favorite or least favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Go there, use our promo code USCLAFB to get a match deposit up to five hundred dollars. Underdog Fantasy, uh telling the guys at the salute to Troy podcast, sent you. Oh cool.
0: Definitely. So yeah, guys, uh, it's a quick one. We got it all in. Final weekend here. We got what we wanted to see from Cal. We got everything that, that's happening. So uh let's keep moving forward. Everybody on the 1090 mighty, we appreciate you. Let's keep moving forward. Uh let's talk Sunday. Hopefully we have a victory Sunday. We're satisfied when we see. Jamal Candace, happy birthday. Brian, we're just we're just the normal guys. <laughs> we're, we're Brian, What's that? Brian, me, we're the we're the background, we're the background dancers. Jamal and Candace are out front on front of the microphone. So definitely. Hey guys, I appreciate you guys for watching. I appreciate all the SC and Oklahoma Superfans. You guys all mean the same less. We love you guys. Like, subscribe, you. You guys know how it goes. Live free. Bye-bye.